money, 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 money. Oh, that's a horrible pitch that I've hit there. The biggest comedy festival to hit Toronto every year is back. It's JFL 42, and part of that is Top Comic, which means one Canadian comic is going to walk away this year with 25 grand in their pocket, which is like a two-year salary in Canadian comedy. We have one of the top comics in studio with us tonight and a special guest from the Just for Laughs Festival right here. It's Sunday night. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go... Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh yeah, welcome to Inside Jokes, baby, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and of course, coast to coast on the Global News Radio Network. We have in studio, so it's JFL 42, Vince Tedesco, my producer's in studio with me. Money, 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 money! <laughs> I should have never used sing that. on air again. That was way better than oh, mine. Oh, good lord, the have octaves, mercy. The octaves, oh. octaves that you could hit. Uh, Vince, big fest coming to town, JFL 42 Woo! is coming back. Here in Toronto, that's always a busy month for us, of course. Comics streaming into the city. Some of our own best Canadian comics that we love to have in studio. So there's a lot of stuff kicking off. Uh, of course, a big part of that every year. Uh, I think this is, I don't even know, year... Seventh or eighth? Seventh or eighth, yeah. yeah. Top uh, comic, baby! Top comic. So comics from across the country. And of course, a large part of that is here in Toronto, over in Montreal, over in Vancouver. Uh, go up and they compete and then they get votes and they do all these live shows. And it all boils down to the final sort of showcase... Yeah. Here in Toronto during JFL 42. And we have one of them in studio with us right now. Returning friend of the show, Alex Wood. Bam! In studio. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, no one. Because what? I assume everyone turned it off after that money, money, money thing. Right off Soon the top. As soon as I sang. That was immediate. It, it was over. So Top Comic, Alex, you're on the show, which happens what, September 26th during uh, JFL 42? Yeah, Thursday, September 26th at... The Queen Elizabeth Theater at 7 p.m. as a part of JFL 42. And it's sort of, I mean, obviously, whenever we have comics on every year talking about top comic, obviously the money is, that's a huge goal for people. That's a big, that's a huge, that's the biggest payday in Canadian comedy for one single show, for one single gala. But I mean, it's also twofold. You're also being part of the fest. You put that credit in your name. You've done it before. It's sort of, and if you, if you do get top comic, then you're going on to do Montreal and you're going on to do a bunch of the JFL shows and all this stuff, right? Yeah, and if you finish second or third, you also get uh, a Montreal taping, Yeah, which uh, I was talking about it with another one of the finalists. And just to know that far in advance that you for sure are doing Montreal would just be so great. It really does because a lot of people don't get that locked in until much later on. I mean, just to know the Last that time I did it, I found out two weeks before. Yeah. They called me. They're like, yo, you're doing the biggest show of your life in like a fortnight. And it kind of, I mean, yeah, to have that locked in in your calendar, in your comedy calendar, I mean, that sort of sets the tone for your entire year coming up, right? Yeah, exactly. I would plan on an entire tour. And if and if I uh, won the whole thing, Australia would be involved in that tour. Australia, Vancouver yeah. at JFL Northwest would be a part of it. It'd be crazy. You can, And if you streamlined it into JFL 42, you could run like a real world tour. It would be nuts. Yeah, and actually, even this top comic itself has exploded over the last few years. I mean, they're adding more shows to it. They're adding, yeah, you're going to Australia now. The purse has gotten bigger over the last few years. So it does sort of set up your entire next year or two as a comic. Even if you do just place 
second or third or whatever but i mean just being a part of that if you do take that home that sort of sets things up for you for a while because i mean in canada we talk about this on this show a lot but they're really i mean they're still with everything going on there still really is only a handful of sort of big festivals and big credits that you can go after year after year and just kind of keep that rotation going right oh yeah the seven losers are gonna walk into lake ontario after the show (laughs) there's nothing else going on now you're just yeah uh yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I just have a, a really good set. There's nothing else you can do at a contest, you know? Yeah, for something like that, by the way, how do you really sort of psych yourself up for it? I mean, every comic just does the old comedy gym thing where it's like, oh, I got to go and hit 10,000 shows here before I to just gear up for that. But what's like, is there a stress level to it for you at this point? I mean, obviously, you're going after big money. You're going after big gigs in your calendar. But you've done JFL before yourself as a comic. Yeah, I mean, it's uh I've done a lot of theater shows, mm-hmm. like a, a thousand people. I've I've done enough times that I have like experience going into it. Uh but for sure the 25 grand on the line and the biggest year of your career/life being all on the line in a 7-minute set is like yeah, well, I'll probably be a tad nervous, but yeah. You know, once you've been doing it long enough, you know how to tap into that nerve and oh god I don't want to do the show. I don't want to do it. I'm sorry I swore. I, I'm I'm ba- I'm pulling out. Okay. I don't, I don't want to answer these questions. I don't know how I'm gonna do. I'll probably lose. Okay. I'm gonna lose. I will say, out of all the top no, comics that have come into the studio, you're already giving us the most editing on this show. Yeah. Uh, I do want to ask you also. Oh, that was for a spike and a swear. Let's be honest. I do want to ask you also, and actually, we're gonna to talk to later in the show. We're gonna to talk to Bruce Hills, who is of course the president of of Just for Laughs. The whole the whole umbrella of the Just for Laughs festival, of course, the mothership in Montreal, now it's in Australia, now it's JFL Northwest, now it's JFL 42 here in Toronto. It's a worldwide brand. It's a worldwide comedy brand. Well, it really is one of the biggest comedy the, brands the, on, yeah, the, on the planet. I mean, if not the, absolutely. It's an institution at this point. But I do also want to ask you uh, later on, Alex, what exactly you would do with that money. We always ask people this, because I think as a Canadian comic, you almost have to reinvest some of it into your own projects and your own career. Or you could just piss it all away and have a good time and Go back to open mics. We'll find out more Alex Wood right here on Inside Jokes. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Roddy Colmer. And Jay Brody. And you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And, of course, coast to coast on the Global News Radio Network. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Your eyes can have it all. Did you know that, Vince? Uh, I do now. Of you course do I now, do it all. Right? Yeah, they're paying our bills every, for four years now. Uh, and, of course, we have on the line, Vince, so we're talking JFL 42 today. Woo, kicks Festival off here. Kicks off here this week here in Toronto. Uh, it's the spinoff, of course, of the giant globally renowned Montreal Just for Laughs Festival. Uh, and we have joining us on the line, once again, the president, El Presidente. Senor, senor, how are you, Mr. Bruce Hills? How you guys doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm, I'm I'm happy to be back, and I'm happy we're talking about uh, 
you know, JFL 42, just, just for last Toronto. Yeah, and so we wanted to get into a bit of what, what audiences can expect this year at the Fest, because it's always, I mean, it's a relatively new festival, of course, certainly compared to, I mean, Montreal's been going for 30-odd years now. Toronto's been around since 2012, I want to say. Yeah, it's our eighth, eighth edition. Yeah, so, I mean, the festival is always kind of growing and mutating over the years, uh, but it's, it's, a, it's quite a different animal than the Montreal Fest, so I wanted to, if people here in Toronto haven't been to JFL 42 before, what sort of, what, what separates it from, from the original Montreal Fest? Well, listen, the, the, the Montreal event, first and foremost, is a, you know, significant festival with an outdoor component, French and English. It sort of, you know, has something for everyone, every language. What Toronto's about, as much as we're broadening the proposition, it's really about comedy fans. I mean, yeah. the, the, the lineups are, in my view, the top names in the business. As I mentioned, broadening, you know, we have a legend like Carol Burnett. We have a one-woman show from Margaret Trudeau. We're trying to broaden this uh, festival without losing the unique aspect of the past system and sort of the smartest voices of comedy you know out there right now which is really the balance um um we believe that this event has significant growth potential but it's it's going to live in booking the best comics on the planet with a strong canadian component and a strong local component and i do think that's that's a good point of sort of what does make this a different festival because yeah you do have of course we have the the gala shows the headliner shows here at the sony center and at different venues here in toronto but of course it's the 42 it's the 42 acts that are sort of because when you go to montreal just for laughs it really does swallow up the entire city it's a massive annual event it's a cultural event but here it is really more sort of geared towards comedy fans and comedy purists because you're running around to different stages and different pockets all over toronto and it's kind of spread out and you can go and see as many shows as you can cram into your own schedule and i think it is laid out more for people who are more comedy fanatics oh absolutely but i think you're going to see with what we're going to do in the years to come that um as i said broadening without losing the special the special is the 42 the special is in my view the, the you know the sort of type of, of comics we look for as the headliners at the sony center um um and I'm, I'm i'm already forgetting what the new name of the theater is but uh the uh anyway all this to say i think that that if you look at our poster and you look at the top eight names yeah i think that says something it's smart it's the you know, it's the smartest, freshest voices of comedy at this point um, in the business. And, um, and, you know, listen, this market is one of the best comedy markets in the world. Uh, without being too name-droppy here, when I was having a chat about Toronto with Kevin Hart uh, this summer, because he was here for not only Just for Laughs, but for a movie that he shot, right. a movie called Fatherhood, uh, we were talking about, he asked me about, you know, he always asked me about the business of Just for Laughs, and right away went to Toronto. And he said to me, it's one of his best markets. And, uh, you know, right up there with the top U.S. and international markets and, uh, and sees what we see, which is huge potential for growth. Uh, you know, 10 million English-speaking people within a four-hour drive, something significantly bigger than Montreal. Montreal will be what it is. It is, you know, it's the mothership. It's yeah. in English. It's the industry. This is a comedy festival specific to the fans. And that's why the pass is, in my view, extraordinarily flexible and generous, that if you are a super fan and you want to go and see 42 shows, 
it's physically possible. And once you get the math on that investment, that's a hell of a good deal. Um, And we've worked out a a business plan where the more you participate in our festival, the less it costs you, not the more it costs you. And I don't know who's doing bad in the world of comedy anywhere. Yeah, it is a very unique structure that way for a comedy festival. And I think people, I mean, obviously Toronto is a hotbed for for upcoming comics and amateur stand-ups and all that. So obviously they're taking advantage of this because they get access to all of these performers that, you know, they've come up watching and now they get to go watch them in, in small, intimate spaces all over, the, all over the city. But I think Toronto's just regular crowds really have been taking advantage of the structure of this fest and cramming in as much as they can. Oh, absolutely. And, and also, let's not forget that a lot of the local acts get not only their own shows, but play meaningful roles in the festival. And, you know, even if it's everything from opening for a major headliner in a major venue to a solo show to being on a multi-comic bill, um, that's also very important to us, not just because we want the public relations of it with the local comedy community, but look, Canada produces more comics than any other place in the world. Look at our track record, the stars. Toronto's at the center of comedy in Canada. So why wouldn't we do that regardless of the public relations benefit? Uh, This is where we want to exploit, uh, you know, this is where we want to give the local talent um, exposure and also uh, what benefits us. It helps us, you know... um, improve the quality of the proposition it is and the the local comics aspect is a hugely unique thing to jfl 42 we're going to come back with more bruce hills and more jfl 42 right here on inside jokes global news radio 640 toronto hi this is richard let you're listening okay i'm sorry hey this is alex wood and you're listening to inside jokes on global news radio 640 toronto Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And it is JFL 42 time right here in Toronto. It is our biggest comedy festival every year in this city. Uh, this is year eight of the fest, Vince. Close to, uh, uh, every location in the city probably is using up uh, for, for comedy shows. Yeah, It's true. It's the biggest. Comedy clubs to theaters to everything. It's the comedy event of the year. And of course, we're joined on the line once again by Bruce Hills, the president of Just for Laughs. Welcome back, Bruce. Hey, guys. And we were talking before the break about what, what makes JFL 42 sort of, you know, obviously it is a spinoff of the, of the big mothership in Montreal, but what makes tr- JFL 42 such a unique event to n- not just Toronto comedy fans, but just the comedy business in general, why it's structured so differently here in Toronto. It is interesting because we were touching a bit before the break about how much of a local angle there is to this festival, how many local comics audiences you get to see that maybe they might not go out and see normally. Oh, absolutely. I think the 42 serves uh, uh, building audiences for comics very, very well. Um, you know, because once you, you know, you reach a certain point on your pass, you, you know, hey, listen, you're, you're looking for your eighth show. Let's just say the price point's $99 at different pass prices. Um, 
you know, your eight to ninth show are pretty, uh, you know, are, are, are coming off pretty inexpensive. And you're going to take a shot maybe on a, a comic from the UK, uh, you know, or maybe a comic from, uh, you know, uh, from hopefully right there in, in Toronto. And, and also just to say one thing, too, you know, we're not really a spinoff, uh, JFO 42. It, it was really built to spec for Toronto. Um, you know, we've, we learned, <laughs> uh, you know, based on our first festival in Toronto many, many years ago and, and other markets, that if we don't create an event that speaks to the market, yeah. um, a cut and, you know, and paste does not work. Uh, what has to work is a festival built to spec. And, 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 you know, in our case, lots of our full-time staff uh, are Torontonians. Uh, one of our lead programmers, uh, you know, obviously Zoe, is... Uh, you know, a Torontonian, and, and, and that's also very, very important to us. Well, and I think it really is laid out that way, because Toronto does have, it's a city in a way of comedy connoisseurs, whereas Montreal, when you go to the Montreal Fest, it's it's the Mardi Gras of comedy, basically. It swallows up the whole city. It's an event that you can't miss, and everybody kind of gets pulled into it. Here in Toronto, you're making your way all over the city to go and check out these different shows, and it really does feel a lot more fan-structured. But the interesting thing is, like this year, a great example is you have Carol Burnett coming to do JFL 42. Uh, absolutely. And, and, but, you know, the, the interesting thing about that, what I love about what Carol Burnett's booking says is, sure, broader audience, but super prestigious. And she is someone that the comics of this generation, the hottest comics of this generation, male and female, admire. Yeah. So that's what we like about a Carol Burnett booking because it's totally on brand, but it's also going to uh, uh, do very nicely for our trying to get a new audience to this event. You know, maybe not the pure comedy fan, but at the same time, the pure comedy fan will want to see Carol Burnett. And, and that's the balance we like about a booking like Carol. And there is always sort of that icon element to the fest, both in Montreal and in Toronto. But the other interesting thing about the 42 is, yeah, you can go out, see all these stand-up shows in different, some of them much more intimate venues all over the city. But the interesting thing is in the last few years, you guys have also sort of broadened the horizons of who the headliners are doing these galas as well. It's not just straight stand-ups anymore. It's you have TV personalities, you have actors, you have... Margaret Trudeau. <laughs> you have Margaret Trudeau this year. Yeah. What what was the what was the leading idea behind that? Behind doing these headliner shows that are really just going outside of just quote unquote traditional stand up per se. Well, first and foremost, you know, remember these are solo shows, so it's it's yeah. not a multi comic bill that you're getting a full evening of the of the artist that is um, mentioned, especially when it comes to the to the uh, artist performing at the old Sony Center, the now Meridian Hall. Um, so, well, listen, what we're trying to find is people that we feel will connect with an audience. You know, Jonathan Van Ness might not be a pure stand-up, but he's really funny. He has a very loyal audience, and we feel he's a great addition to our festival. Uh, when it comes to Margaret Trudeau, that's just about a little bit different story, because um, I had the chance to, I was invited by the lovely folks at Second City, uh, to go see Margaret show in Chicago in um, just in the build-up to Montreal and liked it so much and believed it was so Montreal and then, you know, really Canadian um, um, that I thought that it was a great booking uh, if we could rush it and um, into the Montreal lineup uh, that we should do it. And, and we were able to cut a deal. And, uh, you know, as much as certain people said, you know, how, how does a Margaret Trudeau one-person show one woman show fit into a comedy festival. Well, 
you know, uh, uh, I think it does perfectly because this show is about, uh, you know, things that might make you tear up a little bit, uh, but you're also going to laugh and you're going to hear about an incredibly, you're going to hear the story of a, of a woman with an incredibly unique life and, 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 uh, and Margaret, a woman that dealt with some significant mental health issues, something that I think is a huge problem in our society, but especially when it comes to the comedy uh, community. Yeah. And, and I think it's a show that people should see because when you hear w- what Margaret went through, uh, which is fascinating, um, and that she's got to the other side and she's happy and she's doing incredible work, uh, you know, uh, in the mental health area, but also just purely as an artist here in this show, which I think is excellent. Um, you know, I, th- uh, I, why wouldn't we put that show up? And, and I think that is something that speaks to this year's lineup, especially at JFL 42 is just, there is something that sort of touches on every sort of audience demographic in Toronto. So there is a huge, aside from the 42, aside from just the headliners, the fest itself, there's something for basically every type of audience member that could go out and watch this. Uh, Thanks again, Bruce, for joining us. Thank you. Uh, And of course, so JFL 42 kicks off this week here in Toronto. Go see the 42 acts. Go see the headliners. uh, And and you you can load up your pass and see as many shows as you can cram into your schedule at this year's festival. And uh, we'll talk to you later, Bruce. Thanks again. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for the time, buddy. Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, my name is Amanda Day, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Brought to you, of course, by our friends at Hakeem Optical. Money, 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 money! Yeah, I'm not going (laughs) to sing the jingle this time. I I destroyed my own singing confidence earlier. No, but I mean, like, Hakeem's got their money. You know, ODB's got his money. Yeah, everybody but us has money. Uh, Speaking of money, so it's it's our JFL 42 kickoff, of course. We spoke earlier on the show to Bruce Hills, president of Just for Laughs, and joining us back in studio now, comedian Bam. Alex Wood. Hey! Welcome back, man. He's going to have some money. You, he might have some money. So you are part of this year's top comic lineup at JFL 42, September 26th it happens. Uh, and of course, we talked earlier in the show, but just to recap for our audience, it gets a little bit bigger every year. So there's 25 grand, which is a huge, huge payday for anybody, especially a Canadian stand-up comic. <laughs> That's that's a lot of money for one show. That's a one that's, show, a, that's, that's a good amount of. for a famous comedian. It is like that's yeah that's that's like a biannual payout for doing one show. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you are already part of the fest. You're part of JFL forty two. And if you do, let's say it is you, Alex. If you do take home that top prize, then you're going on to do JFL Australia, JFL Northwest, uh, JFL forty two here again, just for laughs Montreal. Like the whole package of these just for laughs shows. Yeah, and I would also probably, you know... What would you do if you got that? Well, I've always wanted to go into a bank with one of the giant checks. Yeah, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, And I assume those are legal tender. (laughs) Why else would they have them? Uh, That'd be really fun. That's the only thing I can think of doing. Like that... That giant check, that's the only thing. I want that more than the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
For you, though, as a as a Canadian comic, you live here, you work here. When you're not, I mean, obviously, right now, everything is the lead up to JFL 42. But the rest of the year, you're out there hitting the road. You're doing the clubs. You're a working stand-up comic. So is there some sense of responsibility to that where it's like, okay, well, if I do take that money, I sort of have to figure out a way to, like, reinvest it into my own career? Some sense of responsibility. <laughs> you know? No. Sort of a nest No, egg. I'm a comedian, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll do right now. Let's break it down. Okay. 25 grand, at least $3,000 on rap gear. That's happening Yeah, right I away. mean, you got to treat yourself a little bit. Yeah. So then that, what, bumps us down to 22 grand? Yeah. Got to assume I'm going to relapse. It's easy, to get, <laughs> it's easy to get sober when you're broke. That's fine. Yeah, so that's easy to do. That's going to crank me down to an even two grand left, and then I'll probably pay off my credit card. So there you go. <laughs> I'm just going to be drunk on Queen Street. There you wearing go. Wearing like that, uh, that throwback jersey for next year with the gold tab on the back because they got a ring now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. For you as a comic, I mean, a, a lot of your calendar year as a Canadian stand-up is really all about just sort of working and paying the bills and until these big sort of annual things come around, right? It's like, okay, I got to go after JFL. I got to go after this taping. I got to go after this festival. And the rest of the time, you're just sort of filling up your gig sheet as much as you can and going and hitting the clubs and hitting the road in Canada. For you, does it feel like there's, I don't know if I want to say glass ceiling, but that really is you know, less of a glass ceiling now in, in Canadian comedy? Like, does it feel like, okay, there's this handful of big things and the rest of the time you struggle. Like for you, do you, and we've talked to other comics about this, is your goal always to stay here and stay at home and work here in Canada? Like, do you see that as it seems more possible now? To be honest with you, if I did win the 25 grand, I probably would move to America. That's what I would do. I would move to New York because the 25 grand covers you for the visa and getting there. Yeah. And then also like some, some startup money. And then with, you know, royalties and other work, and you can come back to Canada to dip in to get some money with paid gigs and tours. But yeah, I'd probably just move there. I would start the process the next day. Yeah. And after um, the 10 grand in legal fees and all that stuff to go stateside. And then you have 15 left to, I mean, just as like, I probably wouldn't even try to touch that. I would just move there as is. Um, But yeah, I would also maybe stay here if I felt like I could... uh, get something here but yeah I mean, we all know that's just not true there's nothing what what's the, the yeah no the glassy link's still there yeah i'm not gonna name names but the hottest canadian comedians are still like yeah we're, we're not gonna do a show for you though and it's like yeah. why aren't why aren't you doing a show because we just don't make shows you know yeah so. yeah that's true and i mean at least with new york it's sort of i mean if you go to L.A., everybody in L.A. is tr- is a struggling something. But at least New York, it's close to home. It is a stand-up hotbed. That city is built completely around stand-up as far as the comedy business there goes. And you could still come up home to Toronto or to Ottawa or whatever and just come and still work and just go back and forth should you choose to do it, you know? Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I also, too, like, I mean, I, I've been changing my mind every uh, single hour with this, you know? Part of me is like, I'm going to donate the entire 25 grand to charity. And then the other part is like, yo, that's a pretty good startup fund to be like an arms dealer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I could get my hands on some pretty good stuff. So, so, so many options. We're going to come back with more Alex Wood, more JFL42, right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, my name is Amish Patel, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. 
side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the go tooth. Low goose, only way. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, Canada. You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And of course, coast to coast. On the Global News Radio Network, we're joined back in studio with Alex Wood. Coast to coast, it's the host with the most. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that. Dude. I don't I like know where that, that intro, came that from. That Sunday night chill vibe, right? Hey, Isn't it nice? Cool. Yeah, we're I like that intro. It's a little bit about money a this week. Bit, just a little, a little bit, bit about money. A little bit. It, of course, is JFL 42 kicking off this week here in Toronto. It's it's the biggest comedy festival on our calendar here in this city. Uh, but of course, a big part of that every year is, and of course, we'll shut out Sirius XM. Brings you top comic every year, so that's. Canadian comics across the country are competing. They're doing these shows in pockets everywhere, cities all over the place, club stages, and they're vying for these top spots on Top Comic during the festival uh, where one comic will walk away with a calendar year full of Just for Laughs festival gigs and uh, 25 grand richer. So we have Alex Wood in studio with us, one of the top comics. You're already one of the top comics, Alex. No, I don't think so, because <laughs> whoever wins it gets called the top comic. That's true. So, here's my thing with the contest. You know, three people of the ten yeah. that are in the finals, they uh, they place, and they get things, and they get and money, they get things, and that's yeah. very nice. I have no problem with that. I think you should rank the seven losers. Go the whole way. Go all the you way You know what that? I mean? Announce your tenth place finisher tonight. Yeah. Let's go. Let's see. You want to do a contest? Let's go. Make it cutthroat. Let's this is stand-up. see. That's yeah, right. Yeah. No one has ever won it twice, by the way. What would you think if that were to happen? Who's in it that won it before? Uh, Well, no one now in the finals, but it's just never happened before. This is it's year It's never eight. happened before, and it, uh, but this was the first year they ever brought it as potential. They, this is the first year they've only let pass winners. Yeah, enter. yeah. So if somebody won it twice, I would think they'd be pretty loathed in the community, to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. 50 grand. Well, there's no way that they have that 25,000 still. We all know that because uh, we see them at the same mics ever since then. But still, yeah, 50 grand in total. I mean, I mean it's surprising. And I I mean, every year we've talked about it after it finishes. Like, I mean, just comics talking. It's surprising it's not a TV show in Canada already. <laughs> yeah. Well, like next season, I could eat our next season of them doing this or i would not be surprised if they've had meetings or at least or if it happens full on because it's so it's cheap to produce everybody yeah. loves these competition shows you get to make it a part of jfl 42 and then you know it shines lights on uh shine lights yeah on so many comedians yeah that's both true. on stage and off you know what I'm and, then, the live, and the infrastructure stream, stream the finale yeah yeah, I'm that's a great actually. idea. That totally would be like a network thing here in Canada, you would think. Why not? Maybe it's coming. We don't know. Let's this is only year happen. eight. We have no idea. Yeah, we can make it happen. I got a lot right of ideas. And, 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 and if I know anything about my luck and timing, next year it will be a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Right after yeah, I yeah. made them, they'll be like, and all 10 people get a new car or something, you know? That's what's going to happen. I can feel it. But good. The, the more the merrier, and, and we can always... Uh, no, I'd be pretty bitter. Never mind. For you, if it's not for me this year, I don't want it to happen. For you, when you first started comedy, and of course you came up in Ottawa, and it's funny, Ottawa people in Toronto make fun of Ottawa for being such a sort of stuffy, bureaucratic, boring sort of a town, and maybe that's part of this. For some reason, Ottawa has always been this comedy factory. Like some of our best have always come out of 
that little hotbed of stand-up in Ottawa and the club stages in Ottawa, like if you're going back to the old school guys like, you know, your Jim Carrey's, your Norm McDonald's, your Mike McDonald's all passed through there and cut their teeth there. And even now, you're part of a generation that moved here in the past 10 years and really rose through the ranks, if you will, in Toronto comedy. What what was it about growing up there that sort of lends itself to funny so much, do you think? Well, first things first is it was the second Yuck Yucks, yeah. which makes it the second comedy club in Canada. Yeah, The comedy yeah. club proper with reoccurring weekly shows. It was the second. So it's been around a really long time, over 30 years. Everyone in Ottawa knows what Yuck Yucks is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, and I know most Canadians do, but everyone in people Ottawa. actually that's like a weekly thing that people will go to the club there. I mean, yeah, it, it was for a long time, and I'm sure they've like all comedy clubs. It has boom periods and down periods, but then um, also, you know, when the second club gets added, that's going to open up shows. But even before that, they were producing such top quality, you know, comics that yeah, it must be something in the area. I know one being rampant alcoholism seems to be. <laughs> closely related to a lot of comedians so there's that in ottawa in spades because it's so cold yeah trust me there's nothing to do but get hammered in the winter yeah yeah you either get hammered or go to the canal or go to the canal hammered yeah and and, you know they're trying to make the canal more family friendly so yeah no i i will vouch for that i spent a few years there myself and uh, yeah that's just what you do that's what you do in the winter time for you did you always see this as a career or did you first dip your toe into stand-up way back when thinking well this is something i always wanted to try like did you see a future in it because now knowing you now i mean obviously i've known you for years as a comic i can't really picture you doing anything else with your life you just seem so well suited to this it just makes sense knowing you as a person on and off stage was that always sort of the goal for you though yeah i mean this is my stock hands that i've given a lot but it's just the truth like i was always really good at it. People always told me, like, just making people laugh. And then people always told me, like, oh, you'll grow up and be a comedian one day when I was, like, 13, making, yeah. like, adults laugh. And I always was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. But I you know, I got to win a Stanley Cup. Comedy <laughs> is beneath me and my talents. And I also felt like when people said, like, you should be a stand-up, I was like, oh, no, that is also beneath me. I am much more of a, like, actor, writer, director. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, So, and none of those things are true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then I was just like, oh, I guess I have to be a stand-up comedian. Turns out, yeah, I'm not not good enough to play hockey. I have a lazy eye. Um, I'm diminutive. I was so small as a child, too. It was just, yeah, it was my destiny that I kept trying to avoid. Yeah. And then I flunked out of school, and I was like, all right, let's go. It's the, the cards were all laid out for you <laughs> at that point. Well, you could win top comic, Alex Wood, which, if nothing else, is the Stanley Cup of Canadian comedy. Ooh. Right? No pressure. How's that for a segue? We're going to come back with more Alex Wood, more JFL 42 kickoff right here, Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll, star of the North by Northeast Music Festival, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh huh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ballers and shot callers, Vince Tedesco. I am loving the soundtrack today. Coming, right, isn't it? We got ballers and shot callers rolling into town. 
for JFL yeah. 42. Well, they've rolled into town. They've rolled into town. 42 comics taking stages all over the city. And, of course, we have our headliner shows at the Meridian Hall. Well, it's Sony Center it's- now, but it'll be called Meridian Hall. Yeah, but look at the venues. From Meridian Hall or Sony yeah. Center, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> to, like, the Garrison or Comedy Bar or the Royal Theater. Yeah. All over town, there's going to be shows. Everywhere. Rivoli, uh, yeah, Rivoli's doing a couple Bad showcases. Dog, yeah, it's all over the place, and it's and that's the thing. Like you can go to these big theater gala shows, or you can load up your pass yes. and, and go to like a lot of just like intimate small bar spaces all over the city. And you don't need to get can... dressed up, so no like tuxedos or gowns for the gala shows don't, because it's a yes, comedy festival. set tonight, my dear. Yeah, everybody looks like garbage that performs there. Uh, <laughs> at least the Canadian ones, and also it is top comic. That's why we're talking money today. Booyah! One Canadian comic as we've said during the show, is going home twenty five grand richer. Uh, they're going to have a full calendar year full of Just for Laughs festival gigs, not just here in Canada, but also worldwide. They're going to get, Australia. Somebody's... You get the big check. Dan under, mate. You no. get the big check. <laughs> uh, and, of course, Alex Wood yes. has joined us in studio tonight. One of those top comics this year. Will he be the top comic? One of you are down to, to the final seen. three. Yeah, and anyone listening... The show is Thursday, September 26th at oh 7 boy. p.m. at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. Yes. And if I win the 25 grand and you have any part of me winning it, I will split it with you. <laughs> and by help me win it, I mean by any means necessary. Yeah. On a completely unrelated note, check out the film I, Tanya. It's fantastic. <laughs> Do what you have to do. Awesome. That's but maybe the bring rest. nine of them. Bring nine tire irons <laughs> yeah. to hit the other nine people. That is maybe the best uh, plug for Top Comic that we've had yeah. in these years. That's that so good. We should on. make a commercial about it. Uh, uh, imagine it just looks like the purge now at that show. <laughs> <laughs> Lined up out the side to Queen Elizabeth, which is, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's in its own little part of town. You That's know, it. you can get away with it. Right? It's just people with chains walking up to the building. <laughs> Hashtag bring a tie on. Let's fill, let's fill the CNE grounds with violence and help Alex Wood win 25 grand. Uh, of course, you can see Alex and the other top comics on September 26th during uh, JFL 42. And where uh, where can people catch some of your stuff, Alex? Where can people find you? Well, if you're in the Oshawa area the night after Top Comic, I'm headlining Yuck Yucks Oshawa September there you go. 27th and 28th. Boom. Unless I win the 25 grand. Then I'm in Mexico with Blue. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if it not, if I very, lose, if I lose, I'll see you in Oshawa. It could be a very dark vibe in Oshawa that night <laughs> oh yeah the pendulum now. swings these are my last two shows <laughs> in the schwa no less so definitely go check alex out there and uh, yeah r- regardless of what happens go see him in oshawa either way check out jfl 42 load up your pass with the 42 shows go see some headliners and of course carol burnett whenever you ever going to see her in toronto awesome. yeah. do this again i mean that's a huge 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 opportunity this year uh thank you once again to bruce hills from just for laughs for joining Big us on the show this hills. week thank you uh we'll be back next week with more jfl 42 and don't forget you can listen to all of our past episodes season four and beyond on Global News Radio Online since the beginning of time. And Vince. follow us on the gram, man. Follow us on the gram, <laughs> man. Inside Joke 640. There you go. That's our show. We'll be back next week with more JFL 42. Warriors. <laughs> Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week's comedy listing featuring Alex Wood. Mr. Alex Wood! <laughs> That's it? Okay. Uh...
Hey everybody, right off the top, uh, my friend broke up with her boyfriend from a few weeks ago. We just had coffee a few days ago to like kind of talk about the whole thing. She said something I thought was unfair about the breakup though. She was like, after we broke up, he did the creepiest thing that an ex can do. And I was like, oh my God, what did he do? And then she was like, he drunk dialed me at three in the morning on a Saturday night. Are you kidding me? That's not the creepiest thing that an ex can do. I can think of way creepier things that an ex can do that are actually pretty close to that. Like imagine if an ex sober dialed you at 3 in the morning on a Saturday night. That would be truly terrifying. Your phone wakes you up, you're all groggy, like, hello, crystal clear. Hey, how are ya? Really been missing you. Like, are you drunk right now? Sober as a judge, just feeling pretty lonely. Thought we should give it another shot. Like, you gotta hang up the phone and get out of the house. That call's coming from downstairs, for sure. <laughs> she was with him for a long time. She was with him for 10 years. That's tough. I don't think that's very, like, that's not good. You can't be with somebody that long. The best time to be with somebody is right at the beginning. Right at the beginning, it's magic. You can't even see the person's faults. You make excuses for all their bad behavior. Like, pretty much the first two months of being with anybody, you're just downhill skiing around red flags. That's all that's happening. <laughs> and it does not matter what the red flag is. You're going to find a way around it like an Olympic slalom and stuff. Like, well, I like hockey and she likes books. That's okay. Opposites attract. Everyone's different. And then she'll say something like, I don't know what it is, but all of my ex-boyfriend's house is burned to the ground. There's a lot of old wiring in the city. I don't know what happened there. I love this girl. I uh, quit drinking and hard drugs 10 months ago. Yeah, that's the reaction that gets every time. Uh, I had to quit drinking. I got pancreatitis twice last year. You only get pancreatitis from drinking too much. I got it for the second time and my family doctor was like, I have never seen somebody get pancreatitis twice in the same year. I could have you forcibly committed to a rehab facility against your will. I'm not even trying to scare you. The next time you binge drink, you could actually die in your sleep. And then I tell that to Canadian audiences and they're like, you're a you should have kept drinking, buddy, come on. 